0: Well, this week on Reliving the Extreme, we are discussing the episode of ECW from September the 12th, 1995. Nate and your host here with you, along with my brother Aaron. Hello. And Mr. Chad Austin. Oh my God, I had a tagline today that I was going to say that
1: I can't remember now.
0: De- definitely go to the Patreon page and subscribe for some, some riveting talk about Hitler, Stalin, Triple H, Vince McMahon, and much more. Along with commentary on AEW Forbidden Door as well, Cocknagger Armagami or, or whatever. I thought
1: Forbidden Door was good, man. So, um, I, 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 and I don't think that I was in the fucking I was in the minority by saying it. I thought Forbidden Door was good.
0: I, I did too, and and I a lot. Of, I fast forward through a lot of modern wrestling, but I didn't. I decided to watch that whole show in its entirety, and. I even dug the Kenny Omega match, and I'm not an Omega guy, but I actually enjoyed the the Omega Osprey match. I thought that except for know, the blood, it was it was it was less ballet than they normally do. It was I it was a wrestling that, match. I just don't know a lot of guy a lot of the guys walking through the door. I'm like, I don't know who that is. The what? I just don't know a lot of the guys that walk through the door. Like, I don't know who that is. The Forbidden oh. Door. Yeah, I don't know who Cockknocker or Nagami is or whatever. It's Like, I don't know what this is. I don't know who these people are.
1: <laughs> so basically, the show wouldn't have happened if you wouldn't let them in, Nate or Aaron. You wouldn't I don't let them in. Who are? They, they were <laughs> knocking on the door, and you said, "Nah, nah." Knocking,
0: knocking, knocking, knocking no. and yeah, knocking, get the <laughs> fuck out of here! I don't know who you are.
1: <laughs> I don't know who you are.
0: <laughs> like, I'm still.
1: Well, what would have happened if they would have walked through and the APA was playing poker? I would have walked back out. Never mind.
0: <laughs> um, obviously this is the wrong door. Damn. So we, uh, like I said, we're discussing the episode of ECW, September twelfth, nineteen ninety five. This is the show before, um, before the Gangsta's Paradise show, which is on the network. So it we'll is be next week. Um the and i'll have to look and see the tv shows afterwards because i know that there is the obviously gangsters paradise stuff will be on the tv shows but there's other stuff i think that happens on the tv shows that isn't from gangsters paradise so we'll have to play a fine line there as far as reviewing shit cuz that's going to get a little complicated but that's that's next week's fucking why not um, why isn't it
1: why isn't there that shit on there
0: Gangsta's Paradise is on the network, the whole show. So if you guys want to review that, we can. Or if you just want to review the TV shows and watch it no, on we, the TV We, shows, we should review know. the show, like the Gangsta's Paradise show. And then if the next two shows are just Gangsta's <laughs> Paradise reviews, we can just like read a PWI 500 or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, right. This show is the, like I said, this is leading up to that show. Joey introduces the show and talks about how this Saturday from Mexico, Rey Mysterio Jr. and Psychosis are going to be making their debut in the ECW arena. So, Lucha, Lib- Lucha Libre coming to the United States now at this point. Um, well, I guess not coming to the United States. Triple A already had shows here, right? 93 in California, yeah. Um, but ECW is 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 doing it to it anyway, and they're bringing Psychosis and Rey Mysterio in to have a match on this Saturday. And then we uh hear Joey throw to Lance Wright, who I didn't know was in ECW this fucking long. Um, Lance Wright, <laughs> Mr. Wright, Nary. Yeah, I really did. I forgot that he, I thought he came around in like 96, 97, but. Apparently he was at ECW a lot longer than I thought he was. Yeah, it's probably when he got on like TV as a character, but he's probably working for he's probably paying Paul to be <laughs> yep. able to do shit. You're right, Aaron. He probably was. Aaron, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he? Wasn't he on WWF TV for just a fucking brief minute? Lance, he, was an, he was an interviewer. He got a a spot, uh, uh, like, he was, like, I don't want to say it. He was between Pettengill and And Michael Cole. Cole. Yeah, Yeah. he was in between those guys, and he just kind of washed out and went back to ECW, and then they, they, down the line, he ends up being, like, the WWF representative for ECW or whatever, and he's got, like, Furnace and Lafon and fucking... Rockus and all these other people with him, we'll get there. But yeah, he was he he was a the guy they tried out, being the guy to replace Pettengill, and then they got the much better Michael Cole.
1: They got they got a butt They got much better Michael Cole. Well, the, uh, the Cole,
0: when he's not overproduced, is really good. I, I, I'll just i gonna- well, that's cool. I agree. I agree with that. He what he wasn't overproduced. The, the thing that Joey throws to Lance right here is to discuss the, what is it, Club ECW. Oh,
1: good Lord. Don't even get me started. We ain't got a whole, we ain't got enough time for this
0: nonsense. I actually took a screenshot of all the benefits you get. <laughs> I, I wrote them down. But. For being Club ECW. It's a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. It's exclusively for the denizens of the ECW arena. I had to Google that shit. I was like, "What's a fucking denizen?" Like bar- like Honorable, is that the loyal order water buffalo? I thought it was those dogs that were in the Ghostbuster fridge. I'm waiting for a laugh. Me too. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but it's it's a person that takes permanent residence somewhere. So. The, like, this is for, like, the hat guys and the the dreadlock guy and Buck Robley and all those Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Well, in Baltimore, we call
1: it PSL. You know, permanent seat fucking, or PSO, permanent seat owners. That's what What we call in Baltimore for the Ravens.
0: For their hundred bucks, they get to purchase the same ringside seat for the next four ECW arena shows, to be placed on ECW's priority mailing list, and they get twenty percent off junk mail. Off. Yeah, they get twenty percent off all ECW merchandise. That me just fucking 100... make it Tommy Dreamer's job even harder. <laughs> give me give me a hundred bucks, and I'll give you twenty percent off all the other money you're going to spend on merchandise and a right. bunch of junk mail. A bunch of junk mail, yeah. But yes, that's the ECW, that's Club ECW that they're hyping here on the show. That's and the best. That, Club ECW, seriously. When he first said, we're bringing back Club ECW, I thought, I thought Shane it was Douglas gonna, was going to be yeah, dancing. Yeah, I thought, the yeah exactly. I thought it was going to be back to that shit <laughs> where we watched Shane D- Douglas like dancing in Studio 57 or whatever. But not it was. I like that 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 you think ECW can be at Club fifty at Studio fifty four. They're at Studio fifty seven. <laughs> yeah, yep. it, that's, that's my that's my that's my <laughs> joke. Shut up. Let me have my joke. It's I the other one. it's just down the street. Yeah. Uh,
1: it, it's like a, it's like Joe Pesci doing it. No, no, no. It's the other one. It's the other one. Fifty seven. <laughs> Hey hey,
0: I don't know. What hey, the fuck? hey! 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 It's fifty-seven. Hey! It's the it's the
1: one that continually smells <laughs> like this. Yeah, it, it, it's just his ass. I don't fucking know.
0: Last well, of this, one that, it's the one that lets the wolf man in. <laughs> Canadian <laughs> wolf man's there. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you <clears throat> Matt the <to> Matt. <laughs> Maddie in the house. He's the he's the bouncer. <laughs> Larry Winters is the bartender. <laughs> All right, we ha- we have a show to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, there's no football game on the TV. It's just Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Larry Winters and the Wolfman. All right, that's I'm watching that. Mr. Belvedere reruns. He's like, drop kick your jacket when you walk through the door. <laughs> no one, bro. Can. <laughs> there's streaks on the china no one cares (laughs) bro (laughs) speaking of the china club all right so anyway joey brings in the pitbulls and they're going to do an interview discussing the double dog collar match they have coming up on saturday with stevie what's that they attempt to do an interview they attempt to do an interview actually i actually wrote down here uh, Gary Wolf didn't offend me in this interview like he normally does. It actually wasn't too bad out of him because uh, he just he got to the fucking point. He didn't try a bunch of hyperbole. He didn't try to make a bunch of, you know, dog puns or whatever. He just got to the fucking point. We're going to have a match. Two out of three falls dog collar match. If we lose, we don't get to team together anymore. That was Paul, and that was Paul getting to him. Get to the fucking point. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: that was after. Uh, yeah, that was after Paul getting him after a uh, series of. Come on, man. <laughs> you know what I mean, get to the point.
0: Gary Wolf did say, "Use guys, use guys, those guys, use those guys. guys, use guys, these guys."
1: Dude, I wouldn't fuck with you one of them to if they're still alive. One I'm of like them.
0: they're still alive, one of them is now the. Convince me. That's you guys. That's to me, that's that's Aaron and Chad's Laurel and Hardy spot. Like I'm Chad good. says Gar- Chad says Gary Wolf's dead. <laughs> Aaron says he isn't. It's like the old the this is a fine mess you've gotten us into. It's you guys' yeah. laurel and hardy spot. I like it.
1: Yeah, who's on first?
0: <laughs> I don't know what's on second. <laughs> but the gist of this fucking Jabbermouth promo is that yep Jabbermouth is right on par is the pitbulls say if they don't beat um I believe it's Stevie and Raven, Raven. for the tag team titles they'll split up as a tag team and ECW stipulations always stick so you know it's true I know
1: cuz we, we had so many of them you know ECW's been around so long that we had so, so many of these stimulations, we have, we, have, we have so much credibility here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dory Dory Funk still married to fucking or Melonhead, Lemonhead, whatever his name is. That never happened. I thought she was gonna break up with him a long time ago. Uh,
0: she probably did, but she just hasn't told him yet. Or he, he
1: he 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 just didn't acknowledge it. <laughs>
0: oh, yes, yeah, she told him, and then he was like, hey, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He didn't yeah, either didn't, he, was he, didn't, like, huh? yeah, he didn't hear huh? her or didn't give a shit.
1: We're divorced, huh? <laughs> divorced. He, he, he probably tried to put her on hold. All oh, the all oh, the divorce?
0: Oh, you want the divorce hold? He's the Joe Biden of wrestling. He's like, huh? Come oh, on, Dory man. <laughs> Dory Dory
1: Funk is clearly the Joe Biden of wrestling. Oh, seriously. <laughs> Great. Great pool, uh, Aaron. Because I, I said it this morning. I, I was like, "What am I watching?" But <laughs> when, when I was watching him make his like news reports, am I watching Joe Biden? Am I watching Dory Funk Jr.? <laughs> these two motherfuckers are, are are saying the exact goddamn same thing,
0: and nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Dory, yeah, Dory Dory's like Dory's just like Biden. He's like, "I gotta put you in a headlock." Come on, man. <laughs> Lock. And they got this wife behind him, like, "Yeah, we gotta steer you away from this." <laughs> now I'm picturing Dory Funk with the sunglasses and the ice cream cone. Come on, man! Have a good match. And, now, and now we gotta now have a good match.
1: Now I'm picturing Putin as fucking Miro. <laughs> the state behind him, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you know? like, picture, picture Putin. Picture Putin doing the fucking.
0: Picture Putin doing the fucking chest thing that Miro does—the puffing out the chest. Putin's Nikolai Volkov. Don't say Nikolai Volkov.
1: He's
0: been a car-a-me-a-mine. Car-a-me-a-mine.
1: Nik- Nikolai Volkov sucks.
0: I like Nikolai Volkov.
1: I think Nikolai Volkov is a fucking stupid motherfucker, and fuck him. <laughs> and good night.
0: Sounds personal. <laughs> well,
1: it is. It's good night and goodbye. <laughs> I'm not even a fan of Kenny Omega. Good night. Come on, Volkov. Yeah, you can't even. You can't even fucking uh, uh, Nikolai Volkov, best bout machine. Sorry, you ain't got one. You ain't <laughs> never had one. Best bout machine. <laughs> well, When's the last bit... time you see Nikolai Volkov in a good match? Well, Bruno hit him in the gut. Nice.
0: Back when he was Beppo Mongol, Okay. And sure, he had a little sure. curly curl on his hair. Bethel Longo
1: with his little curly Q. 1977. Great. It's all fantastic.
0: Well, after the, pro- after the promo from the Pitbulls here, we see Dudley Dudley headed to the ring alongside Big Dick Dudley. And then we flash to a uh, Cactus Jack promo. And I love this promo. Essentially, Cactus is is trying to lure Tommy away from "quote unquote" the good guys or the light side, discussing how Tommy shouldn't be hardcore. Don't be hardcore, Tommy. Look at Ray Stevens, one of the most hardcore wrestlers of all time, but now he needs heart surgery and he can't afford it, or you know, or heart transplant. He doesn't have the money for it. Harley. So, so, so bro-
1: basically, what he was saying was he was trying to tell her Tommy Dreamer to not do anything that. Any of his um, complacent guys had done before him. Right, well it, it,
0: well, it was kind of the. It was more of the fact that the fans were telling Tommy to be hardcore and are supporting him, quote unquote. But once he would be broken down and brittle, those fans wouldn't have anything to do with it. He was like, once you go hardcore and you're broken down, nobody's gonna give a shit about you after that. Of course, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, it, that's, that's a very promo, yeah. right? Yeah, because he, ta- he talks about talks about Harley Race being broken and battered. He says, "Hey, thanks, Dynamite Kid, for all the great matches you gave us. Too bad you don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of." And-
1: yeah, it's like
0: he, he, he's not. It's not just. He's not only the genius of it is he's not just cutting a promo on Tommy. He's also at the same time cutting a promo on the, the business fans and the business. So he knows when he- Yeah, none at all, Dad.
1: That's great. I thought that was great. I, that mean, we don't give a shit. I mean I mean Nate, you know, as a as a fan that the fans knew that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They they knew and- exactly what he was talking about. So that's just so in my opinion I was like, all right, I'm cool with that.
0: My quit my question, my quick question for you guys is because I mean so we're about we're about what four four months or so from the from the real anti hardcore promos. I have no is idea. It- I, I have I no idea. I think so. Okay. So my question is, is Mick do you think at this point Mick was planting the seed for that already? Or do you think that he came up with that based on this? You know what I mean? Like he did this? I, and- I, I I think him and Paul were two like-minded guys and knew where they were going with it. Like eventually, Mick's gonna be putting headlocks in the ring and wearing the Dungeon of Doom. Probably not Dungeon of Doom because that hadn't happened yet. I but, agree. I agree. But, but Paul, Paul probably Paul and Mick sat there and said, "Hey, what makes you great? What makes <laughs> you? How, how do I want say it? Like." The only way you can turn cactus heel on this crowd is have him not be hardcore. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all you can do, right? I
0: mean they're gonna be like like if if they were like, Oh, we're gonna turn you heel and you're gonna go out there and you're gonna attack Tommy and you're gonna hit him with a flaming branding iron. If cactus jacked that, they'd be like, Holy shit, that's great. And they would turn against Tommy because they want to see Cactus do it, you know. So yeah, like but how- it, it, it
1: was—I it, think a lot of it had to do with the way that that, that Cactus Jack did the flaming branding on Like he looked like he didn't want to do it, but he had to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It seemed like he like he needed to do it. And then when he did it, he was like, he was—he was almost kind of like, oh man, you know, I didn't want to do this.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if, say, they wanted to turn Cactus heel, if he'd go out there and, and drive a baby face they liked through a table, the fans would be like, Yeah, that's great. We love you, Cactus. Cause it's Cactus Jack. But if Cactus Jack goes out there and, Puts a guy in a fucking headlock and sits there. They're gonna be like, "Oh shit," you know. It, it, like they knew that Cactus had to do the complete opposite of what the people wanted him to do. Yeah. yeah I, again, I mean, I I just came I just came
1: back off of um off a trip to um, Tennessee and Arkansas right after Cactus. Like me and Cactus Jack piggybacked ourselves off of that trip. He went down first, boom! I came right behind him, and then when I when I went, went back to ECW, it was like, dude, that shit in Arkansas was some fucking shit. <laughs> you know, I mean? I'm not saying it was good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just saying that was some shit, and that's where that it has to have been where he got it from, because you know, you, down in them little towns, you don't do anything
0: yeah why why put your why put your your body at risk in front of what 27 people or whatever if you're lucky
1: yeah i mean i i, t- I totally agree But that i mean that i mean that also like to me like i said that was like yeah you're right man why are you doing that and it became um well, why am I doing it in front of fifteen thousand people, or or, or twelve hundred people, when I'm only getting this? Mm-hmm. You know, um, at the end of the day, I'm making what three thousand dollars. Okay, I hey, well I ain't
0: doing shit. And yeah, they I, I think I think Mick and Paul knew where they wanted to go with the anti-hardcore cactus jack, and this was just the kind of the the building block for it. Yeah,
1: I think Jack definitely knew that. I
0: I, I don't think it
1: was Paul. I think it was
0: definitely Jack. Yep, and essentially the punchline of the promo or the the go-home line sums it all up because Mick says the problem with hardcore is pretty much we give, 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 and give of our bodies, and those people they just take. And, you know, it's a perfect way to wrap up the point and make the point that he's trying to make to Tommy Dreamer and Sleight of hand to the fans about the direction of his character.
1: Yeah, and it was it, it was also it was also he was giving Tommy Dreamer mm-hmm. a learning tool. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to do this. You know, kind of thing. Like get over that. That's basically what he was saying was get over because you, you don't have to do this. But there there is no an ECW. There is no not doing it. You know. You you could be Mikey. You could be, I don't know, 911. You could be me. But now, he said, I'm I'm, I'm, going to do it this way. All right. (laughs) Okay. But don't say we didn't warn you.
0: Have fun, monkey boy.
1: Yeah, don't say we didn't warn you.
0: Well, the match that follows the cactus promo is Tommy Dreamer as he is facing Dudley Dudley of the Dudley boys. And um, what a set of tits he is. (laughs) Did I miss? Tommy or Dudley Dudley? Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. He's got man moves for days. Tommy's bazongas. Is this the debut? Uh, I asked. I wrote this down. I might be wrong. But is this the first time that he worked where he wasn't wearing like the t-shirt and the singlet?
1: It has to be, right?
0: Because I was like, oh, he's wearing he's wearing the pants. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. And also I wrote down a question. Did I miss at some point as we've been watching these shows? Did I miss Sign Guy? Or is this the first time we've seen Sign Guy? Because Joey acted like we've seen Sign Guy before, but I don't remember seeing Sign Guy. But the guy in the crowd? Yeah.
1: He's been there forever.
0: The Sign Guy Dudley?
1: No. Oh, the Sign Guy Dudley.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, Sign Guy Dudley, maybe. But the Sign Guy's been there forever. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I wasn't. No, I'm talking about the gimmick Sign Guy Dudley because... Joey's like sign guy Dudley outside the ring. And I just, I was like, have we already seen him? And I just missed it because Joey acted like I should know who he is, I guess. No, Everybody you knows. didn't miss it. <laughs> okay. So they just don't cared. care enough. They don't care enough to fill in the blank. They, they, I, I'm sure that, 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 I'm sure he got, what, what's his fucking real name? Because he went on to work for WWE. Is right? it Lou, Lou D'Angelo? Lou D'Angelo. Di, Lou D'Angelo. I think what, Probably happened was that he had his signs and all that shit, and he looked like a Dudley. And they just, I think the crowd named him Sign Guy Dudley, and it was just like the audience is gonna know who this fucking guy is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, you're a big fan, Aaron. <laughs> is that what you're saying?
1: Big fan. I'm- oh, Aaron and big fan of Sign Guy Dudley. Let's go. Let's go out on the podcast and say it now.
0: No, I'm, I'm just saying like he sucks. He sucks. He sucks. No, I'm, he, he kind of uh, sucks. I'm saying I think it was just the East... like Paulie and Joey were just like this crowd. No, the like the people buying our tapes and the people watching our show are in on the joke, and they knew, who, you know, who who was in on the jokes? Who? what people
1: like the like, fucking
0: hat guy and Buck Robley and yeah, that's, guys. that's what suck. I mean like
1: what do I mean you're making a big deal about this fucking guy and, and, and like literally, literally it's like not even two 200 people or are- <laughs> literally it wasn't 200 people. hat guy sign guy Hawaiian shirt guy no shirt guy who else was there dreadlock guy Go fuck yourself, you know, guy. Uh, who, who else was there? Buck Robley. Buck Robley's the best, though. But his brother gets no, no fucking, no praise whatsoever because he's Buck Robley's brother.
0: Yeah, his name was uh, his name was
1: Fuck, right? It's Fuck Robley. I don't think that's true. <laughs> <deserves. laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't see anything in that I don't believe that to you when Buck Robley? I don't I don't think it, I don't think it's his name. I think it's just Buck Robley. I don't even think he's Buck Robley's his real name. The other guy. So I doubt
0: that it's Buck Robley. I don't I don't.
1: Can we move on? <laughs> he,
0: he was a, he was a drag queen, his name was Tuck Robley. All
1: right, there we go. <laughs> and his brother's name was Suck. Oh, am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden, Dory Funk Jr. ran out.
0: If you want to go, to that they all route. they all drove around together in their truck, Robly.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: if we're going, if we're going that route, though, <laughs>
1: sure, whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah, so it's Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer versus Dudley Dudley with Big Dick Dudley on the outside. It's actually my favorite
1: favorite Dudley, by the way.
0: Dudley Dudley, I thought he,
1: he, yeah, he's my favorite Dudley. He's a great wrestler. I don't know. know. He's a Dudley. I don't know. But the match (laughs) is not bad. It's a good walk and brawl. I, I don't know who he is. Can you can you can you guys give me any information on him whatsoever? But is, is he An- is is he the Anthony Michaels Dudley? I'll find him. I, I don't I don't know who he is, but he's my favorite Dudley. Like he, he that that guy got the gimmick.
0: Mm-hmm. Like besides Bubba, he got the gimmick. Oh my God! I typed in Dudley Dudley. And the first thing is, Wikipedia, Dudley Dudley, politician. <laughs> There's a politician named Dudley Dudley. I'm running for office. <laughs> yeah. Me and my brothers. But yeah. Dudley Dudley's real name is Jeffrey Bladley. Bradley.
1: Oh, Jeff Bradley. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's the, fl- the Florida guy. Okay, yeah. At,
0: at, that's what I, I thought he was. And he worked as Bad Boy Bradley, Bruiser Bradley, Bruiser Kong.
1: Fucking Jabroni Bradley.
0: Charlie Hunter, Dudley Dudley. Jabroni Kong. Evil, <laughs> he also worked as Evil Snack. Evil Snack? Evil Snack. Uh, Jabroni Dudley. And the Texas Strangler.
1: The Texas Jabroni Dudley.
0: The Texas Snack.
1: Evil. Who the fuck? Who the, the fuck gives these guys these gimmicks?
0: The evil snack. What is that? Yeah,
1: the evil snack.
0: The Bernie Dudley. It's, it's a Doritos Loco. Yeah. Why not? Why not give that name? Fuck. Stupid. This match served. This match served a couple of purposes. First of all, you're putting Tommy over. Um. And the crowd, the ECW crowd has now has now accepted Tommy. They know they're starting to they're starting to take to him. I saw um, that. I hated it. Yeah, I know. I agree. <laughs> what was that Sham Wow thing that he had like at the beginning of the match? <laughs> he hit Dudley Dudley in the ball. He hit it he hit him in the ball. I know, I don't know what it was either. Joey said what it was that he goes, our sponsor. And then Tommy yeah. broke the little mop thing off of it and, and hit hit Dudley Dudley with the stick.
1: It was the well.
0: It was an earlier incarnation of it because it was like it was like a circular mop on like a balsa wood handle. I was like, "What the fuck is that thing?"
1: We saw at Walmart, fourteen
0: ninety five, as seen on yes. TV. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw. Yeah,
1: I, I love. I love that. That was great because because when he hit him, like he kind of like. Like, like he planted it on him. You know what I mean? Like when he hit him, he kind of planted it. Like bam! I was like damn. Like he, he fucking, he. Not only did he hit him in the balls with it, he fucking, he he put that shit right on in there, you know, and jam and jammed it in. He <laughs> he, he, he didn't shawam him, <laughs> but but he hit him it. yeah
0: he definitely
1: sham him with it. But he but it didn't sham wham him with it.
0: <laughs> the other the other the other purpose that this match served was to put over to put over the imperviousness of um, Big Dick Dudley to pain. Uh, the the fans are handing Tommy weapons and he's cracking Big Dick over the head with them and nothing's happening. Finally, he kicks him in the balls and that that at least stammers him a little bit, but he still doesn't go down. So of course they're putting over that Big Dick Dudley is impervious to pain. And, and then they're, all, they're building up the Dick and nine one one.
1: Yeah, I mean clearly, you, I mean Ray Charles would see that. He's um, that that guy is basically useless. He's basically useless. He can't do anything. So yeah, I mean, all he can do is wait, wait till you see the, the chokeslam. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll make. Then you go like, oh my god, maybe maybe we can find something else for this guy to do, because that choke slam wasn't going so well.
0: <laughs> the first guy nine one one was like, I'm only gonna go choke chokeslam him once. I can't do that again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy.
0: They both stunk. Can you imagine that?
1: How bad that smelled. Nine one one and Big Dick Duckley in, in the in the ring at the same time. It had to stink. Like
0: wet. Sm- Wet socks and a lebaron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like old baby diapers. <laughs> just, Jesus, just
1: get these two fucking. Just go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get over
0: with. <laughs> yeah, You stink. Well, Tommy Dreamer wins this match with a superplex, and um, then in a total asshole move, he just beats up Sign Dudley. <laughs> Yeah, he just grabs him like out of nowhere. Just, what a just fucking speak. asshole! <laughs> he's just supporting his family, right, right? Yeah, that's what I when I when I seen him do it, I was like, oh, what a fucking asshole! <laughs> it's like it's like I, I I want I want I
1: went back to the old um, girl of monsoon. He got the winner's share of the purse. Okay, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> and, and now he's just beating up some guy for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Like, you already got the winner's share of the purse. Go get your money, dummy.
0: <laughs> so Tommy's killed two careers. Fine Guy Dudley and Ric Flair. And busted open. Well, up next on this well, show. Probably, a, probably what, a ba- what a bunch of his pants probably did, which we never got. Like, Dude, it's, it's, fucking, it's a
1: hurricane going on over here.
0: Chad's got storms rolling in. Aaron and I are living in polluted air, but we're still here. goddammit. it, we're still discussing yeah. wrestling twenty five years ago. Living in the Canadian smoke.
1: What the fuck? All right, anyway, hey, Tommy Cairo and Peaches. What the fuck? Is that? <laughs> what what'd you? What did you say?
0: Tomatoes,
1: peppers, tomatoes, peppers. Holy shit, dude! It's fucking. It's 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 really co- it's really coming on down here
0: fresh fruit fresh fruit yes yeah.
1: holy fuck can you guys even see this hear this i can, I can hear it. it i it's saw it coming down. over your shoulder i saw the lightning well i'm kind of fucking in shelter right now but god damn this shit ain't no joke
0: it sounds like, like a have- fucking
1: it sounds like a Tommy Dreamer pop almost.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like you have the weather that we had a couple of nights ago. I got I got like ha- half the half of my tree that's in the backyard is now literally laying on the yard. Does Baltimore get tornadoes? Yeah, we get them. We we, we, had, we had like three of them yesterday.
1: God damn! It, it's almost like a Tommy Dreamer pop. It's coming and going.
0: Kind of drizzling. Yeah, it's kind of drizzling. Holy well, up shit. Next on, up next on this ECW show, we get an interview with Taz to discuss Too Cold Scorpio. Taz looks like he's uh, in a mid-90s rap group. um, But he is uh, he's cutting a promo on Too Cold Scorpio about how he's coming back from his injury. Um, Holy shit. Chad, <laughs> Chad's, <laughs> Chad's got to move to shelter. <laughs> Could, could, like, you ima-
1: could you imagine if Taz was wearing his clothes backwards? It's
0: gonna be like it's gonna be like Dan Farren on that one episode of the Mothership where the, the fucking earthquake hit while they were recording. Um, I'm just at like I was just curious about the tornadoes because like, imagine if you just get sucked up and he's just gone. I don't know what talking about.
1: <laughs> no yeah. one wants
0: to. No one wants their last goddamn minutes on this earth to be on this podcast. Yeah, it's like then we gotta replace him with fucking Mikey Whiprack or something.
1: Yeah, I'm going inside, man.
0: It's fucking bad.
1: It's bad, dude. Jeez. All right, now now I'm all good.
0: <laughs> well our, our main event about? <laughs> our main event match <laughs> on this yeah, event the to cut the rest of this from the safety of his bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my notes are all outside. Now they're in the the now they're in the sky probably. I, I'm, I'm looking at them. Come on, notes. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're they're all fucked up.
0: That's I had, right. had a all... bunch
1: of good jokes too.
0: We're almost <laughs> through it. The next match is the Steiners, escorted the, the ring by Taz. Against Two Cold Scorpio and a mystery partner. And the mystery partner is Chris Benoit to be Two Cold Scorpio's partner. So you got the Steiner Brothers versus Two Cold Scorpio and Chris Benoit. Hard to go wrong with this tag team match.
1: Well, I tell you one thing. I'd be fucking, I'd be like looking at my wristwatch going, oh, shit. Chris Benoit, how's <laughs> his partner? Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I don't
0: think I have time for this. <laughs> Aaron, your notes on the match itself? Uh, I don't have a lot of notes on it, just because I'm like, shit, this is gonna be great because it's four guys that, um, ring wise, I'm a big fan of, and it's like when you guys are talking like about the Forbidden Door or whatever, it's like ECW was the original Forbidden. Hey, door. wait, 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 wait a fucking second! Hang on.
1: My door's about to fly off the fucking thing.
0: Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. Apparently, your forbidden door about blew away. <laughs> My forbidden door about blew off. Good. But yeah, you're you're right, Aaron. It is. It's, it's a, a ECW trying to come in or whatever. It, it, you're right, Aaron. ECW is where you know, at this time in wrestling during yeah, the nineties, like uh, wrestling all uh, all types of wrestling and all types of wrestlers converge into one promotion. And you never know who's going to show up week to week. Yeah, like like, like down the line, very soon, we're going to get like a fucking triangle match with Sandman, Mikey Whipwreck, and Steve Austin. And it's like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? Or even before, we, we talked about fucking Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton showing up to fight fucking Sabu and whatever. It's like... What the fuck is going on? Like, it was this crazy fucking thing. And and this is the original Forbidden Door with ECW. Yeah. Could, could you imagine how I felt just
1: as a mark? A mark. Just going going to the ECW arena on any given night and you're walking back in the locker room and you see the regular regular guys, you know, Tommy, you know, Sandman, whatever. And then all of a sudden you go, is that fucking like Terry Cordy? Yeah was it the you know, shit over there somebody looks at you like what I go no oh, shit
0: that's Derek Gordy yeah it, it, it was fucking insane and and like i said i don't have a lot of notes on the match cuz it's four guys that it's no way it's going to be bad you know and yeah yeah i mean the sto- This one of the stories of the match has been one Scorpio obviously aren't getting along yeah Scorpio winds up leaving Benoit high and dry. One thing I did write down, a couple of things I wrote down. First of all, that that release suplex that Rick Steiner did to Chris Benoit. Fuck yeah, fucking Christ. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. It's a fuck yeah. It's not. Um. Yeah, that. Um, I know I don't I don't know if I ever, ever asked you on the show Chad did you ever work with Rick or Scott?
1: Oh I don't know that's a good question. I don't I, I I don't think that I did. I think I may have worked with Rick. No I think I may have worked with Scott. But it was just a stoner liner thing like a bump a feed. You know what I mean?
0: Right right.
1: Yeah but no. There's no chance that that I was taking any of that belly belly to back.
0: Man, he fucking, I I mean, he flung Benoit. He flung Benoit across the fucking ring. Like, this, this, but I mean, and. (laughs) It was probably Benoit saying flame me across the fucking ring.
1: It was probably Benoit saying he didn't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just, just do it, man. I mean I mean do you do, do you really think it hurt him? I'm sure he knew how to I'm sure once he was in the air. I mean once you're in the air, you're in control, right? I mean Well, I mean you have you have fifty percent of control. You
1: know, once the guy grabs you, like there, I mean, there's no way there's no way you're gonna fucking drop me on my head like, you know, I was a guy in Japan unless I wanted to be a like a guy in Japan. You know what I mean?
0: He wasn't doing that unless I wanted it to be that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they and then the end the end story of the match, pretty much, like I said, Scorpio leaves Benoit high and dry, um, to fend for himself against the Steiner brothers. And and the Steiners keep hitting, keep hitting hard hitting moves on Benoit, trying for the pin, and Benoit keeps kicking out. So they're telling a good story there of his resilience. It is he telling a great up,
1: story there.
0: He winds up succumbing to a DDT from the top rope from Scott. So Scott does Don't, pin it, Chris Benoit. It, it Chris didn't make him
1: look weak at all.
0: N- nope, that's what I was about to say. Chris Benoit comes out of this thing shining too because he just he just went toe to toe with both of the fucking Steiner brothers. They beat, they, they beat the shit out of them for like for almost two like two and a half minutes.
1: I was looking at my watch. It was like almost two and a half minutes to beat the shit. And it out was of it
0: was probably it was probably longer than that because this was edited. This was heavily edited.
1: Yeah. So you, so you know what I mean? They, they yeah. beat the shit out of him. So when they so, finally beat him, it was, was like a it was almost like a pity thing. One, two, three. Like thank God, like this is over. So I mean, what do you think that was going to do to the fucking crowd and ECW arena? You know, endure him.
0: And that's what I was gonna ask was because Benoit he's not much longer in his no just- he ma- he he makes it, he makes his WCW debut on the first Nitro of October so we're less than a month away from that so, so that's what I'm wondering is like Paulie knew he was losing Mick and Eddie and he and he and he put him over when they left I'm wondering if since he gave Benoit this if he didn't know Benoit was leaving.
1: He knew. But it that that's that's the beauty of it. Like he knew he's gonna put he's gonna he put all them guys over. He put everybody over on their way, on their way out. They're you're leaving. You know why? Because it makes ECW look greater than than it does making them seem weaker for them going to WCW. I mean, how many guys did jobs on their way out? The ECW. I mean, um, WCW. Who did the jobs on the way out? Nobody did.
0: Mm-mm. Am I wrong? A- no, no. And and also, also in Stop Paul's mind, I, I also guarantee you in Paul's mind, he's thinking if these guys ever, or if these guys wash out in WCW, I want them to want to come back and work here. Yeah, it's it
1: it's a it's a bigger picture. It's a bigger picture. Like I never understood jobbing somebody out. I never understood that. All right, y'all. You know, I'm gonna job you out when you leave now. I never got that. I never understood that. Um, because mm-hmm. Paul Paul never did it. Even nine one one, fucking nine one one. This fucking big fucking piece of shit jabroni. Goddamn hand bone slice of beef, like when 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 he when he told Paul he he's going to WCW, you know he did he took slam people on his way out. Goodbye, thanks for coming. You I want He never did any of that shit, and I mm-hmm. I I agree. Like why? I mean, uh, what's the what's the worst you could do to somebody um, on the way out? Aaron Nate, you both probably know the story. You job them out. All right, job them out. No, Paul Paul never did that because Paul always knew he'll be back.
0: you know who you, you know, know who did mean? the you know who did the best way of a talent leaving? Because it was so neutral. Honestly, during the eighties and early nineties, the WWF cuz once you left you just fucking were gone and you didn't exist until you came back like they would just not mention you they wouldn't mention that you were gone they wouldn't they wouldn't show any more fucking video clips of you you were it was like you were dead to us until you come back like you didn't exist you might, you might not even be the same thing that you were when you came back right <laughs> Shabba Simba <laughs> Ricky Steamboat <laughs> you're just the dragon now and we're never going to acknowledge what you did <laughs> you are you are quite obviously the Iron Sheik, but now you are Colonel <laughs> Mustafa. For thirty that's
1: years, that's the best. That, that's the
0: best. That's the best one ever. That's the best. Like WWF <laughs> stupid. We're not like put a hood on you. Yeah, we're not even. We're not even gonna try to hide it. Like,
1: what? 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 What, what if they would have put a, a fucking mask on the Iron <laughs> Sheik, but they would have just cut the little thing where the mustache is out. And they're still trying to hide him. Colonel they would have kn- We would have
0: known who he was the minute he said Min. Colonel." Moustache. I think
1: you would have known in a moment who he was when he walked out. Yeah, the gut. <laughs> yeah, just what his ankles all fucked up. Everything. Oh my god he he's a former bowler, I think. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is wearing a mask, <laughs> but, it, but but it looks like he was a bowler. Well, we, I, end this, I, I, I,
0: we end this episode of ECW with a mix of promos from all the people that are involved in the six-man coming up on Saturday, which is the Public Enemy, Mikey Whipwreck, the Gangstas, and the Sandman. There's some weird thing going on with a clown doll boy. I wrote down with Public Enemy. But I didn't write anything really down on this other than this is just hyping up the match for Saturday. Yeah, the Public Enemy randomly... Probably cutting their promo and walking through the alley, like before they did the promo, found like a like a dirty raggedy Ann doll. <laughs>
1: and, uh, Jesus, it was, Aaron. <laughs> it
0: was a dirty raggedy Ann doll, and they said it was New Jack, and then they lynched it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I I, I really well, can't say a whole lot more <laughs> other than that.
0: Yeah, he, you're right. He did, they did. Just saying, that's that's what happened. Yep, it did. It happened. It, they lynched a raggedy and all and said it was New Jack. No, fuck New Jack. Fag. <laughs> well, guys, overall this week's episode of ECW. I gave this week's episode a C minus. I think we I think we actually went down a little bit from last week. I liked the matches, I guess, but I just I don't know. The show just didn't leave me excited like I was afterwards they're match. out of steam going into the pro, going into the like, <laughs> and again the <laughs> matches the they're matches were stage. fine the, the Ben wash shit was really good dreamer and and D- Dudley Dudley was fine it just this episode didn't didn't grab my attention like the last two did
1: well you just ru- you, you just ruined it for me Nate because you know how I am I'm always uh, I'm always uh, under uh, under um you know give the the average whatever thing I always give a D or D or a C minus. I was going, I was going to actually give this this um like a C plus. Like I thought, yeah, I like I liked what they showed. I mean, mm-hmm. and that to me was the whole entire thing. I like what they showed. It didn't matter where they were going, what they what story they were telling, or you know, I just liked what they were showing. I said, like, eh, that's cool. All right, I like all this. It's violent, <laughs> you know. There's people, getting. You know, I liked all this shit,
0: so I'll give it. A, I'll give it a C plus. Aaron, I gave it. A, this show's there. Just, like it doesn't even get a rating. It's like an incomplete because they didn't know <laughs> to do anything to to facilitate any of the stuff. No, that's bullshit. It, it did. Okay, I just don't they know, they know what to it was. To facilitate it to make me interested in. So that's just you personally then.
1: Yeah. It's that's not that they, they, they didn't do it like as a company because they, they did. They 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 just gave you the whole recap of all the stories and showed you the stories of of where we're going. But if, if you didn't if you didn't buy into it, then that's that's totally believable.
0: Yeah. And then two fat guys hung a raggedy hand doll. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know anything about that. It's, that's all you guys. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> what? A raggedy hand all.
0: Yeah. They, I thought we were they, done
1: with the Super Destroyers.
0: We're the public enemy, the Super Destroyers. That could be a great fucking angle <laughs> in ECW.
1: What? Two guys that are five fucking seven? wear a mask that is 6'10"? Yeah. Sure, they, why not? It's wrestling. You can make anything, anything you want.
0: Orange Cassidy's over, for Christ's sake. They have lifts in their masks. They have lifts in their masks? Yeah. There you go.
1: They have lifts in their masks.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure, Aaron. You can do whatever you want, man. It's your dream.